Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I've got, I've, I've got, a, I, I've got an erection. What's up, folks? It's a catfish edition of Hitting the High Notes. Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. I am here. It is I. Uh, the voice that you hear and presume that is real is that Who Trans Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R and Superman. Or, you know, follow the podcast account, um, uh, which is uh, my second Twitter account. I am admitting that right now. At Jazz High Notes uh, number two. That's at Jazz High Notes number two. Um, that one almost got suspended today, so that was fun. Um, and we are here now, and oh, of course he goes into his 49s. Uh, you probably have seen him in real life. It is uh, Jared Barker. Hey, how's it going, who? Yeah, you know, just hanging out. Um, uh, you know, got, we, we, we recorded last week. Like, um, uh, we had taken, like, breaks, um, uh, and now it feels like we have so much news to go through. Um, uh, but before we get to the news, let's go to, um, uh, he's at 208 Logan. Um, uh, what's up, uh, Dragon? Band, B-A-N-N-E-D. Who is banned? <laughs> banned. It's for very niche. That's a very niche TikTok reference for those who know. <laughs> and for those who don't, I, I, God bless you. I, like, <laughs> Logan, do you, like, so Logan will send me TikTok. The thing is that, like, I log into TikTok maybe once a week, and I watch the TikToks that my friends send me with her. Uh, but then, like I like, it's very rare that I get on TikTok just by myself at my at my house. Like I'll watch the Instagram reels and stuff, which is like TikTok, but like three weeks later. And so I'm like, oh my god, I have like 20 TikToks from from Logan, and they're very specific to our to our humor, so I enjoy it. So yeah, uh, usually very inappropriate. Kristen uh, Wall references. <laughs> he just he pops into our life a lot. That online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and sources. Uh, get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. I feel like that. Hmm. Uh, but online is your sports Intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, golf to UFC and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your bidding info, including live bidding options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in the action today. So head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. I really hope that the bet online people uh, appreciate your enthusiastic um, uh, read of, that, of their ad. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so we... 
It's a long fucking ad. <laughs> it, it is. It's pretty long. Yeah. It's a long fucking read. You know, we talked about like you know, we have a lot of news to get to because I mean the jazz, since since we recorded last, the Jazz have actually drafted. Um, the Jazz made a trade that um uh, we tried to make the trade you know a couple years ago. Um, but really, first thing I want to talk, start off, I'm a uh, Dragon Squatch. I think you called it. Um, uh, the catfishes are uh, on t- uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Some guy that like I remember jokingly bringing up on this podcast, maybe you know sometime what, mid-May, mid-March, or end of March, I don't know, whenever the first Jamie Protein thing um, uh, came down, I know we made jokes about it, and another Jazz Twitter member um, uh, outed by, um, uh, you're married to a, a fucking CSI, or you're going to be married to a fucking CSI, I should say, uh, Logan, how's that feel? Yeah, I mean, this one was the one she actually did work on, all she had to do with, I mean, truth be told with Jamie Protein, all she did was release the information that Arn and the rest of them stumbled upon, <laughs> so... Um, but she she did blast it out there. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I just know I I don't know what it was. He, I I just I never I didn't think that he was a real individual. Um, and honestly, just it was a, the Jamie Protein thing that got the whole thing started because I never even thought it never, it never even crossed my mind. Right? I just assumed that people were there and that they were fake. It was just well, I don't know. It's something I never thought about. But as soon as that happened, it just like made me look at things a lot more skeptically. And this and the Corey individuals like. I, I thought he was a. I thought he was someone's boyfriend from Twitter, and then that's why I followed him back. And then I realized quickly that he wasn't. And he had just this weird, bizarre rise to popularity. And I, I don't know the most tactful way to to to, to say some of these things, but he, he just he checked a bunch of generic boxes for white Utahs. I guess the nicest way to say that. And people thought he was cool, but it just never seemed. It just didn't ever seem real. That they just seemed fake and. I think the, as we've joked about many times, the Maserati Escalade poll was the one that put everyone over the top. But the only disappointing part is that we'll never know for sure who it was because they disappeared. They disappeared. They got out before they can get I don't out. Know that, I mean, we, we, we got some pretty strong theories, but I don't, I don't, again, you're never going to get someone to admit mm-hmm. to that. So, yeah. Like, I mean, it's one of the things that, like, he got out of, like, I'm 95% sure. Like, when we started joking about it, I was, like, 5% sure. But, like, we kept joking about it. I kept seeing his posts, and like there were times I'm like, "Oh, this is a kind of a fun question that this guy's posed," uh, but I just wouldn't, I didn't want to get it myself. So I mean, I followed him, like you know, I'm trying to be part of the follow back crowd. Like, you follow me, I'll follow you back, you know. Um, and and I was just like, you know, I, I see people like comment on the stuff, and I'm just like, "Are you real?" And and you you mentioned it, like I'm a so you know my friend Sam, we work here, and you know Sam that you heard last week. Um, he's like, hey, what's this stuff going on? Because there's more stuff going down. And I, so I'm, I'm sitting there explaining, like, kind of doing that um, uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like, uh, conspiracy uh, board. Pepe Silva. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> just, like, trying to connect us. I'm like, well, well, you know, this happened this month. And then now this guy was uh, exposed, you know. We were, you know, like, um, uh, DJ Honeypaws reversed image searched um, uh, this stuff. And this is with this there. And so it's just, like, this, like, whole thing. And. Um, and and I told Sam the same thing that Logan just said. I said, Sam, like, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm just too trusting. Like, you you tell me you're somebody on Twitter. I'm like, okay, I'll believe it. Like, there, I have no reason not to believe you. Um, and now we're all kind of like, like, we're, like Jazz Twitter is shook, right? Jazz Twitter is like, like we're all making jokes, like, hey guys, you know, who see me? But now now we're all like, I think we're all being a little more distrusting now. Like, if, if people, someone shows up on Twitter, and I don't know, maybe that's the, maybe that's the better way to live, you know, because it's the internet. Um, 
I definitely. I don't. You are real. Yeah, like I'm a like if if I'm sexing somebody, I don't want that to get out in the world, you know. So I, I don't want to be sexing some dude pretending to be somebody. So, um, but Jared, I may, I mean, uh, you know, so the, these are two big reveals. Um, any any thoughts on the on the reveals here? I mean, it just it just blows my mind that people would spend so much time crafting a a, a digital persona of a person mm-hmm. that doesn't really exist. Right. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't think I'll ever understand it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I feel like I, I need to take a class in abnormal psychology. To, to... <laughs> like like eight hundred one Corey, I get it. I, I don't want to be me either. Like I mean, being me sucks. Uh, you know, eighty percent of the time I have gout. You know, and so um uh, like I'm uh, I, I get it, but like uh, do I want to be some guy? <laughs> As Logan, we were talking about he's like like he 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 chose uh, what'd you say the tool persona. Like it's unlikable. Like yeah, he's definitely, definitely a tool. I mean, yeah. I was, he's checking out those boxes. At least from what I interpret it to be a tool. But right. Like, 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 a lot of people, a lot of people are down with that. So that, and that's part, that part's fine. Ultimately, to go back to your original point, it doesn't really matter. I guess it wasn't as though anyone was doing any harm specifically. Jamie mm-hmm. Frochin was doing harm because he was trying to speak mm-hmm. out as an advocate for a for uh, for a discriminating against group. That's a problem. Yeah. So um, I mean, this this one ultimately doesn't matter. And I have seen some of the some of the other backlashes been. You know, was it, you know, just you stop making fun of them. You shouldn't be making fun of them or you should be feeling bad. But there's probably someone who's really hurting behind all that. I mean, it, it's not, it's none of it that deep. Like, I don't think that the, whoever was behind the, the, uh, the Corey one specifically was, it's just, it was someone just looking to, yeah. I don't know. They, I, I don't they were in it to get their jollies. I mean, you could yeah, tell. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that deep. Yeah. Now, if it wasn't a black man, which I don't think it was, that, that, is you know a little bit problematic yeah. i don't know the level of problematic because it wasn't necessarily advocating yeah. and trying to be a social advocate I, I, it's just it's hard i don't know what yeah. the digital there, digital but... blackface is a, is a very weird like you know like i think we've come to accept that. i mean i actually i don't know because um i know people who have uh like not known them personally but known somebody like through acquaintance acquaintances that had done back blackface black face like a Halloween or something right they you know they they went as Kim and Kanye and they just thought it was harmless fun and I was like no that's <laughs> you know like we should be 2023 knowing that's not yeah that's, that, not right, that, right? that's, that, that, that's definitely bad so I don't right. know I guess I guess maybe it does fall in that category I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not smart enough yet to know yeah if you pretend to be black online is the say, equivalent of painting your face black for Halloween I mean I it's, it's, it's something if, that if it is bad then, then good even if, if it is that bad then even better good reason you gone <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah so that's a, so just exciting times for Jazz Twitter right now that's the talk of the town uh, and right now like I mean, like we're doing you know multiple shows in June uh, remember how boring last year was like the Jazz didn't have draft pick you know that happens the Jazz also didn't do very much in the off season um, we haven't even hit free agency. Free agency is going to hit Friday. We're recording on a Wednesday. Uh, so we're a couple days away from free agency hitting, so we're still going to have more thoughts coming up next week. Uh, Jared, um, uh, you were there. You were at the draft party house hosted by Ryan Smith, um, uh, the big weirdo. Uh, maybe Ryan Smith is 8-1 Corey trying to keep track of Jazz fans. Who knows? Um, I wouldn't put it past him. But but um, uh, you were there at the draft party. It's Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> it is Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> that was the craziest theory I saw so far. Yeah. They're like, it's Donovan Mitchell taking the pulse of the jazz fandom. I'm like, the, that guy is like the biggest Donovan Mitchell hater on Twitter. Don, Donovan, like, Donovan no yeah, longer. Yeah, Donovan was like, well, that's how he that's, was just That's the perfect this. cover, Jared. Yeah, yeah, if, right? If, if that's you, how yeah, he was yeah. disguising himself. <laughs> right. Like I'm a, if you guys ever find a, a Twitter account that oh really hates gosh. me, that's my burner. Because um, uh, no, because 
as, as we've learned, most people on Twitter they nothing me. So, um, uh, so yeah, that's that's actually a great cover. So that's still a good story. Uh, but yeah, you were there. Um, the Jazz draft Taylor Hendricks at nine, Keontae George at sixteen, and uh, Bryce. People, people cheered, so so they're not going to be good. What they're happened? Not be good. They didn't they boo. Oh yeah, cheered. Yeah, people they cheered. Didn't they didn't get booed. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Logan, you're, you're not, makes them good. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not a draft guy, but um, uh, you know, like obviously after the Jazz drafted, you get to you know do a little more research on the players. Uh, how do you feel about the Jazz? How did you feel about the Jazz coming out of the draft? A plus. A plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, the funny part was that as you see these guys going off the board, like you've seen their names around a thousand times on Twitter, and you're not sure if it was good or bad. Um, I, I will say it did work in this regard. Seeing so much about the draft got me excited to watch it, not knowing what I was going getting in, into. But um, I think the, I mean, the only comment is the Will Duck comment is like, uh, is it was it Cam Whitmore slipping so far? So far seemed kind of bizarre. I guess that's, you know, to be determined as to if that was a mistake or not. I don't know, but um, yeah, I they mean, got, they, the, the the their first the first guy I got is just going to make the team even more longer and more athletic. So yeah, and um, uh, from what we uh, from what we surprise, know, surprise they kept all surprise they kept all three though. Right, it sounds like they right. were trying to move around. And no one would take it. Kind of like it's kind of like the Warriors a few years ago when they drafted like Moody and Kaminga, mm-hmm. right? They wanted to move some picks, but no one wanted them. Yep. So yeah, like I mean, it's it's interesting that I mean it, it, it's hard. Like I'm uh, trying to make those deals on draft night because you know you have to be able to move salary at the same time. Like that's why. Like, because come July first, you know, all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of teams have uh, cap space open up, and so like now, oh, I can take Derek Favors in a first round pick, but you know, a couple of weeks ago I couldn't. So it's it's very the NBA calendar is still a little weird, um, but it works for them and it gives them the summer, so they they, they don't have a reason to change it right now. Um, but yeah, so the Jazz, um, uh, you know, get uh, they got long, they're strong, they can get the friction on. Um, Taylor, Taylor, um, uh, uh, Hendricks, um, I mean, it, it, it is funny cause, you know, Cam Whitmore was a, a big name, uh, until the, the very, but every, you know, this is Logan again, smoke screen, smoke screen. Well, it gets apparently was not a smoke screen <laughs> when, when, uh, Cam Whitmore falls to 20 and people are mad. And like, you know, it, it was really funny to watch jazz Twitter on, you know, on, on draft day, just see like how many people really love the draft, how many people really, like, there was really not much in the middle. <laughs> you either really liked the draft or you really hated it. There was there was not very um uh, very indifference in there, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, the Jazz kind of did what they did. Um, I mean, I have no opinion because again, like it was really it was really gonna be hard for me to be disappointed in the draft because everybody kind of after the Thompson twins were kind of the same. Like there was a top five. Um, those those filled to be like okay, these guys you you feel. That they're going to be good. Uh, three, two of those five are probably not going to be good, um, and then after that, it's a crapshoot. You know, throw a dart, and then those guys are going to hit. You know, two or three of those guys are going to hit, and everybody else will just be. Um, they'll be fine. They'll be starters. They'll be uh, bench players, but they won't be super mega stars. So that's just kind of how the draft goes. Uh, yeah. So, um, Jared, are you are you excited about the Jazz after the draft? Well, I think. Uh, I, what I like about the draft is that the Jazz seem like they've got a lot of length and athleticism, and, and that's something the team felt like has been lacking for a while. So, I mean, we've got some nice guys that should turn into good defensive players, and, and we've been sorely lacking in that for, for a while. So um, it's I don't I think it'll be a good change of pace. It'll be, you know, you're going to get to see these guys develop, you know, see 
see if they pan out. Um, should be interesting to see, you know, how much better the team is next year. Uh, if it's better, if it's the same, you know, similar. I feel like we don't have a lot of guard play. It's uh, so a lot of ball handlers, which could pose a little bit of a problem. But uh, I mean, know. just speaking on the draft, like uh, they had their press conference the next day. Justice Anik was like, "Oh yeah, we're happy. Like um, uh, we had we had um, uh, Taylor as number nine on our board." Which, I mean, to me, I hear that I'm like, "Oh, so you got the very last person you wanted at that spot?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's you know, what I thought too. I was, I was like, like, "Okay, so you got nine of nine. Uh, okay. Yeah, they, <laughs> we we heard they tried to move up for Detroit. Uh, Detroit pick and people were like, oh yeah, I'm glad they didn't give up too much. And I was like, I mean, but if you're a scout or if you're if, if you're if you think uh, you know uh, the Thompson uh, Thompson twin is going to be much better than Hendricks, I mean they probably could have gave a little more. Um, you know, obviously obviously there, there is a right price, but what they what was reportedly offered didn't seem like it was that much. So I don't know, but. Um, because that, that's the problem is like, like it's NBA draft. Like, I mean, you know, we, we all do these tiers, but, you know, if you really have a good, good feeling on a player, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to miss out on Steph Curry and get Ricky Rubio. So, you know, nothing wrong with Ricky Rubio. He's a, he's a fine player. He's not Steph Curry. Um, and so, you know, hopefully the Jazz, you know, find that miracle Giannis uh, hit at number nine or 16 or 20, 28 there. Um I think mean, I think it's safe to say they didn't feel that way though. I mean, I think if they did, they would have done something. I mean, like you said, they, they did put the feelers out of five, but mm-hmm. I know what they offered seemed fine. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think if they felt like it was really worth it, they would. Right. And, and more. They, didn't do, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything stupid. They didn't do something that's boring like trade. Right. You know, trade back and trade for next future mm-hmm. assets and things like that. They actually picked the guys. And yeah. what, what what's interesting about the Jazz is we try to always compare what's going on with other places. You know, when the Sixers did this. And blew it up, and what Oklahoma's been doing it like they had entire rosters of nobody on there. There was no one on there, so they could just keep drafting three or four people a year. But you already see now, from the Jazz perspective, this is just one year in, and it's already like it seems like there's a lot of roster spots already taken just by these three guys alone. So mm-hmm. it, will, it will be interesting, I guess, in future years, and they have two or three picks each. How they balance that out? Because if they are back to being competitive, you just, you don't have room to add two or three rookies every year, you know? And, that, and that's the other part that worried me was that I'm a, if I'm a, they didn't think I'm a, you know, either the Thompson Twins or anybody else was really worth moving up for or giving us uh, assets for, then, like, like, oh, boy, are we just going to get a whole bunch of bleh in, like, the, you know, three through 20 range? Like, all of them are just going to be kind of the same. Uh, maybe one or two hit, and then you're just kind of hoping that you got lucky and hit the right one because that's why, I mean, and that, that happens in a lot of drafts, uh, you know? Like, I think we all kind of agree that we think Victor seems to be the most uh, made for the NBA. Um, and then, you know, who, who knows? Maybe, like, maybe Scoot's not big enough or the Thompson Twins, um, uh, their, their, um, uh, uh, their flaws are never, get, never get fixed. And then, you know, we end up going, this, you, this was um, a really good draft and ended up being just an okay draft with maybe one or two guys and, as opposed to four or five guys. And, and that's fine. You just have to, again, I mean, the Jazz drafting a nine, <laughs> you, you have to get lucky. It's not, it's not like, like, oh, boy, we... We got the guy we really wanted because we, we, we knew that eight teams were going to pass on him. So, um, yeah, I mean, but, you know, what you guys yeah, said. It, 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 feels, it feels fine this year to do it, especially considering next year we may not have a draft pick, right? <laughs> so I guess you got to factor that in. But I guess just like it, it just will be interesting to see going forward because we're we're really patting ourselves on the back for being stockpiled with all these multiple picks in 25, 27, 29, right? So, mm-hmm. so. Um, it'll just be interesting because you, you, you would hope and think the team would be 
better and competitive. So it doesn't seem like an issue this year. They got room for all these guys, I think. But uh, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yep. So, but I, I mean, it looks like if the Jazz have their way, they won't be getting their pick next year anyway. So yeah, I, I think the it doesn't dra- appear as though, it doesn't appear as though they're right. Right. Thinking, Who but. knows? Um, uh, the draft them um, uh, has. I, you can already tell that Jazz Twitter is more alive and vibrant than it has in two years, right? That that Rudy Donovan team really was toxic, not just to the team, but to the fan base as well. Um, and so, like, I think we're all healing from that. So I, I think um, uh, you, you can just tell. You can you can definitely tell that we're all uh, doing a, a real good job there. So. Um, <laughs> Is that because of the catfish? Sure. No, no. I, 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 I think I, I did talk, like, like really, just a couple years ago, it was just a hard time to be a jazz fan. You know, you're you put all your eggs into that Bojan, Mike, Donovan, Rudy basket, and then you have to turn around really quickly. And like, it sucks trading away players that you like, players that you think are very good, um, and getting back you know unknowns and and draft picks that won't convey for a, a few years. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it is what it is, and. Uh, but like this off season, like I, I can tell people just they're talking about the jazz more. They're excited. They want to see it. Um, even last year, like they're like, okay, well, you know, we got some rookies, and uh, we'll see. And then all of a sudden, that that team that team really healed, healed them. Uh, jazz Twitter um, um, in you know, Jazz Twitter is still kind of a crap place to be. <laughs> I, I think who who tweeted that like like why would you? Oh, I think it was Anthemax. She was um, uh, like, why would you why, why would you make a fake persona and then get into Jazz Twitter like of all the, of all the places to try to get into so. Very, very weird move on their part. So, um, but speaking of being prophetic, guys, um, uh, you know, if I'm not lazy, I'll try to go back, um, uh, you know, to two years ago, find the I, I want to say Adam Bushman was our guest, trade deadline. Yeah, I, I was going to reference that. Yeah, John Collins, uh, you know, Utah's own John Collins coming back, come, he's coming home. Um, uh, uh, Layton born to, to well born. Um, uh, as Logan just said, <laughs> Logan said uh, in the break here, um, uh, three years <laughs> on the trade block. Um, uh, but now, yeah, Utah zone uh, born in born in Layton. Um, uh, John Collins now a Jazz uh, can't even say born and raised, just simply just born. born yeah, <laughs> only born. born and whisked away. Uh, born like I don't, I don't know. I don't know when he, he probably moved when he was like one. So. Um, uh, he's the uh, he's the Chrissy Teigen of um, of uh, of uh, NBA players for the Jazz. So, um, oh, she was just born in Delta and then whisked whisked, whisked I have, away. I have no clue. Place? I just th- these are all my head cannon. I assume that she, <laughs> I assume that she didn't spend very much time in Delta, he, Utah. He's so. he's the Catherine Heigl of. <laughs> I think Catherine Heigl lives in Utah. Actually, I think she lives in Park yeah, City. Yeah, so. she, I, I know, but she's like from here too. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so John Collins, um, uh, you know, we were two years ago, man, we would have been jumping for joy, I think, to get this player. Uh, Jared, two years later, what happened? Uh, I, I guess, uh, the, the Hawks are, were finally like, oh crap, we're going to have to pay all this money in luxury tax. And okay, Danny Angel, take your second round pick. <laughs> it's funny. Well, we sent Rudy Gay back to Quinn. Yeah, uh, that's I gonna mean, be a joyful they're reunion. I love that. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, but hey, but as Logan says, Quinn has all the you know he, he makes all the decisions. He has the personnel power, so he yeah. you know he, he's the one that accepted Quinn or accepted uh, Rudy Gay back. I mean, Logan. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're we're sitting here talking about John Collins uh, twenty minutes into a podcast. We we, we waited until after a catfish and after um, uh, uh, 
the draft picks, um, the level of excitement has gone down. Uh, there's still some people who are excited. Um, uh, how, where are you uh, on this uh, issue? It's only, it's the only thing I want to talk about is John Collins. <laughs> I want, I wanted, I wanted him last year too. I think he's always been mm-hmm. on my radar. So I look forward to it and would like to see in a jazz uniform. So it is interesting to watch the way it all shifted. Like, it, everyone was quick to say that Danny fleeced them again, which he appears to have fleeced them because he's basically got them for nothing. But it was funny because last year, most of our Twitter machines and Twitter GMs were telling us that um, that that uh, uh, Atlanta should have should have to give us a first round pick for compensation for compensation on taking on that contract. So it is interesting to watch how the how the pendulum shifts a little bit. But I don't know. He's still he's still extremely young. I, you have to. I mean, I guess. You don't have to spend the money. Who? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. We still don't know if you have to spend the money. I guess the rules have changed. But um, I don't know. He's a long, athletic guy, and I think that um, I, I read somewhere too that he hurt his finger for a good chunk of last year as well. And with those, maybe that's why the shooting numbers dropped. And I also don't, you know, you just you hope to catch capture that Lori Markman in a bottle excitement and and uh, luck again. But I, I don't know. Getting away from Trey Young, I think, will benefit him. I just, I just, just get away from the confusion and the toxicity of Atlantic. I feel like he's on the block for, for forever. There seems it's like there's a lot of guys who did similar things, but no one really knew what they were doing. But you're right. What I read was ownership just said, basically said, this team is not fucking good enough. Get me out of the luxury tax. Yep. I mean, and, and <laughs> so we, like, we talked about it. We talked about the Jazz. Like, yeah, they just it, said, which is weird because like they didn't have anyone that great on their right. team, but. Yeah, so I mean, um, unloaded Herder a couple of years ago, or this last a year ago, year yeah, and a half ago? yeah, 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 uh, last off season because uh, that's how the Kings got him, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that, so that's, who are they paying? Uh, Trey, <laughs> Trey, because everybody uh, has have like Bogdan- five million dollar contract. Trey Bogdanovich, um, Capella, um, yeah, so Jesus. yeah, like um, <laughs> right, and so yeah, so like I mean, so obviously the Jazz. Because like yeah, we we talked about a lot like uh, hey you know maybe the because it went from you know two years ago like hey if we give up bogey maybe they want bogey oh hunter DeAndre Hunter too yeah right. if, if if we gave up bogey uh, if the Jazz gave up um, uh, Bogdanovich um, uh, for Collins I thought that could have been a good swap swap at that point like I'm upset because I I thought Collins could have fit with that Rudy Donovan team um, a little bit better than uh, than bogey was uh, bogey did. Um, and that, that would have probably, I don't know, maybe that would have been better for both teams. I don't know. Uh, and then all of a sudden it became, okay, the Hawks be, got, into that, got into that spot you don't want to be. They got into the spot of like, hey, we're not good enough to win a championship, not bad enough to miss the playoffs. They started, you know, and, 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 they're, and they're paying the luxury tax, you know, and they, they had to dump salary the Jazz had. Uh, and this, this comes from the, the Mike Conley trade. Um, uh, so you know, that Mike, is super. I I just can't get over. It. That's fascinating. I mean, they were in salary cap trouble. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it happens. Like, I mean, what's yeah, you start? Yeah, that's got, weird. They've got the Johnson like, Murray. They've it's like, got it's, Hunter. Like, it's, like you, it's like when you get that tax return. Like, oh my god, this is cool. I'm not gonna. I'm, this is extra money. Right. The next thing you know, it's gone. Like two days later, and you just went to Walmart and Applebee's like twice. <laughs> like, how the fuck did that happen? And like, Trey Young is making forty million dollars next year. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it's like, just one guy though. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. But I mean, the other teams are in hell. It makes sense, you know. Well, yeah. they've got a bunch of other guys on, make, making like twenty million dollars each. Capella. That's what I'm saying. They all, they all must make twenty million. Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that and that, that's Murray, the problem. Is like, DeAndre the, Hunter. I forgot about Dejounte Murray. Yeah. That's right. Murray. Yeah, the, the, I guess there's one other yeah. NBA. Max or borderline Max. The problem is that they they gave the money to John Collins, 
Also, you know, John Collins, uh, John Collins, twenty-seven ish million, I, I assume. Um, and at the time when they gave it to him, it made sense. Like he looked like he could be the next. Like that the salary cap is very weird that way. Like you have to be very careful. Like if you make a bet on John Collins, on Andre Karolinko, on whoever, you know, if you start giving like, like Laurie Marketing, great right now, just amazing, seventeen million dollars. Um, <laughs> okay, but would you want to pay him thirty-five million dollars? You're like, yeah, of course, he's the best player. He's an all-star. Cool, but, you know, then all of a sudden you're in the DeMonte-Sabonis range. I, I, these are two guys that I always compare them to because Sabonis, Sabonis and Randall, very good players. You don't want to pay those guys $35 million, but you have to. That's just the the, the, the way the NBA, like, the way the NBA is, is like, you know, hey, Laurie Markin, we like you a lot. We think you're worth $25 million. And Laurie Markin looks at his peers, looks at DeMontis, looks at Julius Randall, sees himself in that same class and says, no, I want $35 million. And you know maybe it's not maybe ten million dollars doesn't seem like a lot, but it adds up once once you start doing that for every single player on your roster, right? Um, yeah. I think Sabonis is only twenty two million for another year, but yeah, I think man. that's stolen from Zach Lowe. But and 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 um, uh, but that's probably that's probably gonna go up, right? Like he, no, it's gonna go up soon. Yeah, yeah it's gonna yeah. go up like after multiple all star. They may extend up this year after that, but you're yeah. right. It's the, same, it's the same. By the time Laurie gets the marquee, you're right. It'll be making thirty thirty. Like like Tobias Harris makes forty. Yeah, Tobias Harris makes forty million dollars. Um. And that's just the price Yuck. you pay in the NBA. Like Tobias Harris, you want yeah. If he made twenty million dollars, like everybody want him on his t- on his team, but he makes forty million dollars. So like the, the it, like the talent doesn't change, just the price of the player does. So, um, and before we move on, I'm uh, you know hey you know t- take a second you know give us a five star review on um, uh, the Apple Podcast there or Google Podcast whatever you you, you get podcasts. A five star review would be nice. Seven star review, seven star FTR, seven seven star FTR. You guys think that? Do you, do you guys think this is Collins or something they hold on to? The Collins that gets it put on there is is just a, another trade piece for seven months down there. Do you think the Collins they envision Collins as a long term piece, a rehab project, all on marketing, or do you think that he's just another? They had money, they're hoping to flip him for another asset. I think that's a. I think that's the nice part about this Collins trade is that. Um, you you kind of have both avenues. Like, okay, cool. Like, these these are the type of guys that you you know you want to bring in, like Laurie Markin and you know, like as you said earlier, John Collins. I'm a, you know, like he has shown flashes that he can be good. Um, you know, c- can you get back? His to that? shorts are always incredibly inc- his his shorts and tank top are always incredibly small and tight fitting as well too. So. <laughs> oh, so, so he's got that John Stockton vibe. Huh? <laughs> so he's sexy. So like like so like so on one hand like like bring him in like oh boy can he can he play. Can he play as well as Laurie Marketing? Can can he unlock other things? Can your team go, like he has looked good? Like he he is a, a lottery pick. Um, yeah, well, well, Hardy's gonna gonna reach into that that uh, untapped talent potential yeah, and, and okay. transform him. Apparently, that's what Will Hardy does. So, um, um, and yeah, so yeah, so there's that, there's that um, uh, uh, aspect of it. On the other aspect, on the other hand, uh, a twenty seven million dollar contract is actually not that bad. Um, and and those are great for trade pieces. Like if, if player X, you know, whether it be Luca, Jalen, uh, Embiid, whoever comes up, and they're like, okay, we need to, like, they're, they're tired of their situation. Um, you know, it happened with Donovan. Like um, uh, the the Cavs had a seventeen million dollar in Laurie Markkinen that fit right in the, half half of Donovan's salary was ate up because of that contract. Um, uh, and so like um, uh, you know, it, 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 this contract expires in a, in two years. Um, if he ends up just being a dud, you know, this is where the, the expiring contract comes in the comes into play. 
because like I mean, you have to give you know dollar for dollar back in, in most trades during the NBA season. If whoever in two years wants to get out of their situation, the Jazz can say, "Hey, here's John Collins, plus you know here's another you know twelve million dollars, and here's you know a bunch of our draft picks that we have um, for whoever whatever player you have." That's how you you know that that's sort of the the vision that we see that Danny Ainge has right now, right? It's a go trade for another star because they're not going to be able to draft one unless they get really lucky, which they, they, they might. I'm not saying that they won't, but um, uh, right now, like, to get somebody else to be the, the alpha in uh, in Utah, the number one in Utah, it looks like it's going to have to be through the trade market. But now, that, you know, John Collins is a piece. Whether he plays well, plays poorly, really, if he just plays super poorly, again, it's a $27 million contract that you have to help fill salary. So uh, that's important to have um, uh, when, when you have other assets to attach to it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Logan, what do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't like tanking. So I, I'm hoping it's a, I'm hoping he's a glory market and peace for the future, mm-hmm. right? But I guess, like you said, is it the, I guess the, the fascinating part is to see where they go with it. But, um, and it may, obviously it may be dictated by some early results and how other things play out, but, I guess the, the 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 one thing that's hard to argue against is at least they're doing something. They're not just stand. They're not sitting on their their hands, you know. So they're doing. They're trying. They're moving. And they're shaking. Yep. <laughs> Which um, is part uh, of what I think you said makes it exciting because you don't. No one really knows what they're going to mm-hmm. do. I mean, but in the, but the they Collins, have options. The, the, the Collins trade was rumored pretty heavily a couple of years ago with the Jazz, mm-hmm. but it also came up again last year. It was floated out of the Jazz talk to them, right? Yeah. And so they, it, the it, fact it, that so it happened. Like, oh, we're, we're done. We, we, we drafted Hendricks and we're mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing something different and also out of nowhere, here it is again. Yeah, and, 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 and it, ha- it happened. Like, I mean, I remember, you know, like for some reason this this podcast episode sticks out in my mind, the, the Danny Ainge podcast, like, oh, we, hey okay, guys, Danny Ainge came, what do we think? And, you know, part of the reason that um, we were a little wary was that it was like, I was like, oh, Danny, you know, never trade it. You know, you know, you never trade assets, Danny, like the the guy that never, um, and almost age, almost age. Uh, but the thing is, almost age still hasn't made, uh, you know, like he hasn't really given up a lot to, to get somebody yet. So, like that point still is, um, uh, to be tested, because like like he gave up Rudy Gay, a second round pick, and you know, twenty seven million dollars in cap space. Uh, some people th- think that cash space is super important. Like, it's, it's going to hurt the Jazz in the free agent market. Um, we all know better than that. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, you, you, well, well the, according to, to Dan... Uh, Clayton. Well, Clayton, yeah, one of the Claytons. <laughs> the Jazz can still get to $28 million in space if mm-hmm. Clarkson opts out and stuff. Yep. I'm like, wow, I didn't think that was possible with us taking on this much... Yeah. The no, the prob- the caveat I say with that is that um uh, twenty eight million is not a max contract so um, true yeah so you, they would have to shed another seven ish million to get to that max probably contract probably would have been enough to get yourself a Kyle Kuzma though um, maybe. it would have been I right? wonder I wonder such, such, I Kyle wonder Kuzma if, says he wants thirty million everyone laughs at him you could probably get him around twenty eight right right I'm just saying it's in that yeah, range it's in that range not, you're right you're like, yeah, it feels good. But as uh, as Ido as Ido and Corey tweeted out, um, uh, and this is real. <laughs> he, this is the one I did tweet at him. <laughs> he tweeted out, uh, "You you unlocked this memory." Um, he tweeted out something like, "Am I will Kyle Kuzma take the college discount and go back to Utah?" I was like, "No, he, like college discount does not exist uh, unless you're Gordon Hayward." Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> and I don't know that Kyle Kuzma necessarily had a great college experience in Utah. I'm not yeah. saying it was terrible, but I don't think he like you know, I don't think, 
if memory serves, it wasn't like uh, yeah. He played for Larry K. Yeah, which which was very bad at the end. Obviously, mm-hmm. he had some bright mm-hmm. spots early on, but I don't. I don't. I just remember watching it closely. He was playing with the one kid from Roy Bracott Chapman, right? Yep, yep. So he sat behind Bracott for a year. So I'm not necessarily sure that Keen had like a great right. It's it's, it's not mean, like the team. The team wasn't good, right? It's but. it's not like Damien. It's not like with Damien, right? Damien comes back. Um, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, year after year, host alumni game talks about Ogden favorably, and even then, I don't think Dame would give Utah a discount, right? Like he shouldn't. Like these guys are professional athletes that want to make the most. I don't think that NBA players give discounts. Right? No, That's they the don't. Thing people right. has anyone ever given a discount? I think it came up in baseball in the nineties, and maybe it's, it happened. It's probably a very rare. Like, I think somebody has like a, a very probably, rare. Probably yeah, Brady gave the Patriots. Oh well, yeah, I, but Brady also I'm was not married sure to. Kraft was slipping in some secret. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. and she's like, right. the table or something. Right. But, and Brady, like LeBron took a discount from Miami, right? But like they're small discounts. Like, and guys that didn't need discounts because they were going to make money elsewhere. Uh, well, the but, most recent one, oddly enough, was James Harden last year. <laughs> <Which is>, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You're right. There, there's some suspicion around that and the, the previous owner, right? And yeah. They have been a handshake agree. The guy owns Fanatics or whatever. Doesn't own, I don't think he owns the Sixers anymore, but yeah. there but, was some... They rumored some, anyways. Yeah, so People that, found it very suspicious because nobody does take the discount. Yeah, I, and I, I think because yeah, you bring up a good point, Logan. Like, like discounts, like why? Like we, 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 we as fans make up this, these. Uh, uh, is Darth Vader on the phone? Holy shit! Um, uh, yes. Jared, Jared, Jared must have called Family <laughs> <Family> Family fans. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's looking for a uh, Samoa. No, Samoa. no, I just. No, I just I just dropped the phone in front of my nostrils. <laughs> That's all I did. <laughs> I was like, my God. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, yeah, my... he saw he saw ass because he was talking to me. No one through the phone. <laughs> Um, uh, what were we talking about? Holy shit! Oh, we're talking about discounts. Like, um, uh, yeah, like Logan, <laughs> Logan said, discounts. I was like, we as fans, we like, oh, like, oh, they'll give it because we, like, we, like, oh, like me, discount. right? If, if 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 Ryan Smith called me up, like, hey, would you play for the Jazz for a million bucks? Like, like I was like, fuck yeah, like, because I'm not talented enough to do that. <laughs> but these, but these guys, like, you know, professional athletes, these are their jobs. Like, they're they're agents. Like, they're agents. Everybody's like trying to buy for as many as many dollars as they can get. So, um, and maybe I don't know. Maybe Kyle Kuzma's. Uh, my thought is that Washington's going to give that thirty million dollars to Kyle Kuzma, but who knows? Um, you know, I have, no, I have no sources on that. Uh, if Washington does it, it'll be a good decision, and I'll defend it until the end of the, the, end of the year. Washington is so confusing right now. Listening just... back to that podcast last week, how I defended Washington in every turn made zero <laughs> sense. The point stands that people were being dipshits and they weren't thinking about it fully, but yeah. I don't know why I went to bat so heavily for guys. The Wizards are good. Stop! No, stop! Say, stop I, picking on I, the I Wizards. The Wizards did the right say thing. They were good. I didn't say they were good. Oh but some, ignoring some very well, obvious facts. No, but but actually, but you did bring up the, one of your points that you brought up was um, they were scared. Like there was a very good chance that uh, Porzingis was going to walk for nothing. Coming to Utah. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Is like the, the very next day, it comes out that like him, uh, you know, Utah was going to make a. trying to scare him into into trading him to Boston. Well, like I'm like him, uh, but now Boston. Like him, uh, so yeah, the report came out that um, Utah was going to be a big player in the Porzingis um, free agency. So that's so yeah, that, right. you know, back to the point. He's like, hey, if you're going to lose him for not, at least they got something, you know, like is it great? Yeah. No. But it's better than nothing, you know. Well, they got a, they got more than they got for Bradley Beal, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> of that dang no trade clause. Yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, so um, uh, Logan's um, uh, you know, washing oh, the they got the pool. They got the pool party now. They do. Too, that, that, yeah. The fucking oh, yeah. pool party. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw someone tweet a picture that Mia Khalifa is a big Wizards fan, so that might work out well for him. Oh, yeah. uh, is, is that is that where Zion's gonna go next? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> we don't have enough time for we don't have enough time for we don't have enough time for the Zion talk. I haven't had a chance to. Really yeah, I don't, I don't know how many yet, other though. I don't know how many other girls can get tattoos of his name on their face. Yeah, I think she posted a a positive pregnancy test on her IG story. So who knows? Oh, goodness, like I, I, like I'm I'm sort of invested to see how this goes. So yeah, uh, why don't they just turn it into a reality show so she can actually make money off? Of yeah. So I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that Porzingis, that was interesting. Like I mean, Logan, am I, you're you're the Washington Wizards fan here. Like, how do you think? Um, uh, would you rather have Porzingis in Utah or like Collins? Like, I mean, how how do you think that fit would have worked? Collins. John Collins, Collins and Collins, yeah. baby. Collins sexed into yeah. John Collins. Uh, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Tom Collins to Utah. What was your question? Were you saying John Collins or Porzingis? Which one? Like, 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 I mean, would like, I mean, would would have Porzingis have 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 interested you if the Jazz had signed him to, like, say, a free agent deal? Yeah, I would have been excited about that too. I think. I just, I, I think that I prefer the Collins route, though. I mean, I think that it's less money, less guaranteed time. I, I, I the Porzingis. Porzingis' next contract would have been kind of interesting to see, right? What was he going to get? There was, I mean, he he opted in to thirty six million. A lot of people think he wasn't going to get that again, but people thought he would try to go for like I don't know, maybe a hundred million over four years or something. So I, like, I, I, don't I would, know. I would I don't assume know. three years and let's say ninety five, so something like thirty two million dollars a year, but for like three or four more years, you know, like four for one twenty, sounds like fair. Like uh, it's, it's, it's what Middleton's doing, right? Middleton's giving up forty million this year. But hoping the Bucks will sign him to a like a three or ninety deal or something like that. So. I, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't think I would have felt that good about it. I don't, I don't know that. Like, again, like you said, you have to pay these guys. That's what their peers make. But I don't know that I feel that way about Porzingis. Right. I don't yeah, know. Man. I mean, for and, for nine for nine million less dollars, if that's yeah. what we're saying, or five, I guess somewhere between five and nine million less, I'd rather have John Collins. I think. Uh, so, Jared, you talked about this earlier. The Jazz have no guard play. I mean, I, I was asking about Porzingis, but I know that you have not really been a Porzingis fan for a while. So, um, yeah. but I mean, the Jazz right now. So we've got THT, right? We've got yeah, THT. Yeah, THT has uh, opted in. We think that Kelly Olynyk. Um, uh, it has been announced yet, but they also didn't announce that he was waived. So right. today was the day he had to be waived. So we're assuming that Kelly Olynyk's on the Jazz. So let, let, let's talk about the front court here. Does his money go up this year, though? Or is it, next, is it this year that where his money like drops to some stupid number? Too? Yeah, we like, Olynyk was um, uh, guaranteed for three million. Um, was uh, was guaranteed for three million? Or sorry, like right. I mean, if you cut him, you know they would yeah, have to pay him three million. But if you kept him, it, it cost twelve million. And we just all assumed that okay. they would just keep him. You know. Um, and twelve million is not a bad number. Twelve million is a, a, again another another contract that can be slid in somewhere very easily to kind of help make the numbers work somewhere. Um, THC opting in was kind of interesting. I guess that I is know, interesting, one way right? or another. But there's only eleven million, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. like a massive number he opted into. But he's also a second round pick that's been in the league for four years. Uh, eleven yeah. million. So like the 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 middle of exception is probably around ten ish million. So I, I guess the question like him and his agent had to ask was like can you go find a team that will give you the because it's not just cap like the uh, mid-level exception teams there's more teams that have middle mid-level exceptions than they have cap space so there there was there, there would have been you know 10 to 15 teams that had a mid-level exception of 10 That's million true. you probably not so good about your big acquisition being thc so uh, maybe he gets yeah three years and 15 million somewhere three years and 18 million but 
Yeah, I guess eleven for one is still better for him. Yeah, right. Because I can mean. Cause... But I don't know if you guys knew this or not. But he's only twenty two. <laughs> he looks he looks old as shit. But I'm um, seeing uh, that yeah. everywhere. Um, he's only twenty two. But Jared, so back yeah, to I mean, your. These guys, these guys got a feel for it because they don't. They clearly just. They're they're as everyone knows. Their agents know what's going on. They're reading the optic, and there was no right. I mean, the agents for him, and I, and I just. I, I I never I didn't know what to do with with him when he came over because it just it was, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably if you're really being honest with yourself, and you're not just solely invested in the anti THC or the pro THC camp. If you just take a real honest, objective look at it, none of us should really know how to feel about that. <laughs> right. Well, I like don't think there's, THC, you guys know I love my gambling. I, I agree with that. I, you know I, I love know my what to fill. gambling metaphors, right? Like if you were on the casino floor and you found twenty bucks, you know. You, yeah, you found twenty bucks. Cool. You can put it in a, in a slot machine. Maybe you win two thousand. Because bucks. he started twenty games. Uh, no, just this <laughs> actually. This is actually a real. This is actually a real example. I'm not my brother, but you know, you can put it into a in, into a machine and win. You know, twenty five hundred dollars. Great, awesome. But if you lost it, yeah, who cares? Whatever. Like whatever. It was twenty bucks that wasn't even yours. You know. So, um, that's that's why I feel like he, he's found money. Like all right, cool. Like he had a pretty good year. Um, he might not be. He might not be anything. He he might he might not be. He might not be very good. Uh, he might be. He might be salary filler to get Damian Lillard to Utah. I don't know. Um, but um, uh, you know. <laughs> for a second, what, I thought you were going to say he might be what, him. What, <laughs> He's him. Him has taken the place of goat. It is. Yeah. It's everywhere. When does Jordan Clarkson have to opt? It feels like everyone else in the world had their own. Deadline weeks ago, but like, why? When does Jordan Clarkson have to make a decision? Uh, I watched Ken's video on. So Ken Clayton, uh, Salt City Hoops, did a, a video, and I missed that part of the video. Uh, let me see if I can find it real you quick. You didn't watch it very well, dang. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was also working, so it is what it is. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so I'm uh, Clarkson. I'm uh, so right now. Uh, Clarkson's at 14 million, which is kind of a funny number because I, I I remember thinking that's a slight. I, I still kind of think. I'm of two minds because um, it was one of the things like the Jazz gave him, you know, about fifteen million dollars a year, which everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people thought it was a little over bit of overpay because at the time, Jordan Clarkson, like the the market at the time was like uh, most people could only pay him ten to twelve million. So, uh, uh, Logan, I mean, you you sort of deal with like salaries and stuff. Do you feel like you should pay somebody what they're worth or what the market t- says there is? Like they could let Jordan Clarkson go to the market and. You know, maybe save themselves four or five million dollars a year on the contract, but you know, also in good faith, said, "Hey, you know what, Jordan? You know, we think you're worth fifteen million dollars a year. Um, you're probably not going to find that in the free agent market. So, you know, you're you're getting a little bit of a raise. Um, as me as an employee, if, if my boss did that, that'd be I think that's really neat. But in the NBA construct of salary caps and stuff, how did you feel about that move? It feels complicated now because it feels like he's outplayed that, right?" Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Because okay. you know, like yeah, at the time it felt a little bit weird and it felt like it was overpaid. But as far as giving him goodwill, I don't think that matters in the NBA. I think like I don't think it matters anywhere. Based upon the way I'm watching my employees leave it mass exodus, I don't mm-hmm. believe that loyalty exists in the workplace at all. I think it's just and I'm not here to dictate whether that's good or bad. I don't think that those things exist in okay. any form of life really. Now, like, there's there's some people who do, but right. oh I, I I think that obviously I think if you got Jordan Clarkson back at fifteen million now, it's like a fucking bargain, right? Right. It does feel like that. So um, Jared I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that, that 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 was it. I mean it feels like he's gonna make a lot more than that now. Like what what give me a number. What do you think the number is? Twenty million? Twenty, yeah. Twenty? Okay, so Jared. 
So now, I mean, again, so, so Jordan Clarkson could so go. So Ryan to, Smith will give him twenty five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, <laughs> what if what if Ryan? How would you feel about if Jordan Clarkson came back on a three year seventy five million dollar deal? Uh, I mean, you're you're the big JC fan here. So. Barf. I mean, it, it means I'm it means I'm not uh, making any any nice signings in the next few years. I mean, three, Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, three year twenty five yeah. million that that lowers like so you know that cap number goes up so then your it, cap number drops well, a little bit. You you still have I, you still I feel have like cap nobody I'm betting against though like because like uh, I'm not betting against competing against paying that much because no a but, lot of teams have a lot but of but this was the same argument we had three years ago. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. a, you know, Jordan Clarkson sure, probably right. wasn't going to make fifteen. He probably wasn't going to make fifteen dollars, fifteen million dollars in the in the in the in free agency, but the Jazz right. gave it to him anyway. So, like, there's a chance the Jazz I mean, just give him. I feel the money. much better about three years, twenty million dollars a year, so like sixty million, three for sixty. Well, of course you would. Seventy-five. I don't know. <laughs> of course you would. Know, no, <laughs> like, I'm not asking you the easy question. I'm asking I'm you the tor- hard. I know. Question. I'm torn, though. I'm torn. Because <laughs> uh, well, again, I again, him, I just let him go. I'd be. I let him go if it's three for twenty-five. But, well, so, so he's like, I mean, here's again. This is, this is the. This is the vibe. This Why is the goodwill. You're killing me. Because <laughs> because like, <laughs> no, like I'm just kidding. In business, like I mean that that could happen. Like like in all indications that I've received. Again, you know, I have. I don't have any sources. I feel like the Jazz. Oh, why, th- why are you why are you crapping on your sources like that? I dude? feel like the Jazz are going to re-sign Jordan Clarkson. I don't know what the number is. Uh, I'm just building a hypothetical going because if he came back at twenty million dollars, I think most Jazz fans would feel pretty good at like twenty or under. But most Jazz fans would not feel good about twenty five. You know, around the twenty five yeah. million dollar um, area. And yeah, I hear you. I I don't know if the market's going to say you know hey Jordan but I I I am I do foresee a future I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I do see a foresee a future where the Jazz just just say hey we appreciate you, and here's this money, you know, um, and I can't Ryan Smith just give him a Qualtrics, <laughs> and here's, um, here's a- well, uh, use your own branch of Qualtrics. Uh, you you uh, can be the guy who actually does the jazz survey, so that we don't right. stop, so that we can actually get good information. And and let's go back to 2020, 2020 when you oh guys you guys didn't think you know, I was kind of against the Jordan Clarkson contract, and you guys were for it. I'm actually like, if you give Jordan Clarkson twenty five, it's not the worst thing in the world because, um, again, these are all malleable. You know, Colin Sexton, John Collins. Whatever Jordan Clarkson's contract, these are all also contracts that can be moved into other people's space um, uh, for another star. Okay, I see what you're saying. Right. So, like, um, again, like we we do this thing on Jazz Twitter. Like, it was we see something and we just go, "Oh my God, how awful this is!" And the Jazz, as I'm sort of learning right now, it's, it's sort of like what Marvel did. Uh, you know, we can geek out here for a minute. Marvel had a four or five year game plan of what movies they're going to put out and why. Um, you know, I think Danny H has set up like, okay, cool, we're gonna have this draft. If we don't hit, you know, the Victor sweepstakes in the draft, it's okay because step two is to use cap space to be these trades in. Jazz phase two. Got yeah. It. Step three, step four, like it's bringing everybody like maybe it's not to win in 2023, but maybe in 2025. Now all of a sudden, hey, not only do we have the draft assets, we also have. Um, uh, salary assets that we can, you know, tra- like in my dynasty league, I this happened to me. Like I traded for uh, Anthony Davis because it only cost me draft picks, but it also cost me like six players because I couldn't get, I didn't have enough players in that you know twenty million dollar range to 
match Anthony um, uh, Davis' salary, right? Oh. So um, uh, these. So to me, it's like you know, like hey, the Jazz want to win in twenty twenty three, but it's like we we are as, as Roman Reigns would say, we're in the third inning of a nine inning game, right? Like Roman Reigns beating Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania was not the end of a story. It's just you know the middle of his story, right? So, um, you know, again for the WWE Utah Jazz niche fans who who listen to this podcast, that's for you. That's for you. But. Um, so, yes, I, I guess my long thought on this is that, like, hey, you guys, we're, you know, it looks like we're making a lot of big moves right now, but, man, like, there's probably two two more years of moves that, that we're setting up for to get somebody, you know. Uh, to fast-track it, you have to draft really well to draft a, a super megastar. But if you don't do it, you know, make good draft picks that are solid enough that you can trade away. Like, o- Ochai, like, people who are just like, oh, my God, Ochai is untouchable. Still, I, I just, it fucking boggles my mind. But, like, Ochai Agbaji is still a very good young asset that you can say, all right, cool. You know, you need you need young assets to get, um, uh, you know, he's the, I mean, he was literally one of the young assets the Jazz got for Donovan Mitchell. Walker Kessler is a young asset the Jazz got for uh, Rudy Gobert. Like, whoever's trading you whatever X star is not going to do it just for draft picks. They're going to want to see draft picks with names and some known commodities with that. So, All right. Hey, anyway, rant over. Uh, whew, that was a long one. Um, I didn't realize I was on mute. I kept yelling things out while you were talking. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm like, God, he's, he's doing a good job of ignoring me. And then I realized that I was on mute. Well, but I appreciate recap, you. But to, but to recap, main event, Jay Uso has something to say about your Roman Reigns comment. And uh, the people who want to hold on to Ochai are fucking idiots. That's pretty much what I was going to say. Yeah, people I love. Mean, I shouldn't say I holding on to him is not stupid, but like he's untouchable. Yeah, like it's, it's fucking, just... it's fucking dumb. Uh, anyway, I, yeah, I, I, I saw I saw Ochai un, un, untouchable in the same sentence. Like, yeah, going on. Here? I think that was eight <laughs> Was that eight hundred one Corey again? Um, so I in honor of eight hundred one Corey, I don't know if we should be doing rest uh, in peace eight hundred one Corey. Uh, I don't know if we should be doing um, uh, the the Marnay's produce, produce corners anymore, uh, produce sections anymore, because like I, I don't know who we're shouting out anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, how do you verify? Are they even real? <laughs> right. Like if, if if I if I would only shout out people that I knew like on Twitter in real life, it'd be oh uh, shout out to go to this forty mine and Dragon Squatch, because um, I, I don't know that many people in real life anymore on uh, on Twitter. So. Uh, I don't know, Logan. I mean, this is sort of your segment. We, we can start doing the Nugget Pouch or um, uh, or the Wizards of Waverly Place segment if you like instead. I do have Wizards of Waverly Place. I do. Have, I do have an actual shout out though, and it's not. A, it's not a cheesy one, but uh, it is a little cheap. It, it, it's a. It's a real one. Um, but I do want to shout out Braden. Um, he's on Twitter. He's at, at SGT, which is probably for Sergeant underscore B underscore Dub. Uh, He's he's on he is on jazz Twitter especially Real Salt Lake Twitter but um, just solid dude um, if you can get a chance go check check out his pinned tweet um, he's trying to raise money for his uh, for the, I, 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 it's, I believe it's the the family of his Afghan translator when he's over deployed and so uh, it's not I, I I went to check it now which is getting a little more run and, and traffic which I'm happy to see because at first it was kind of disappointing to see lack of traffic but all but all indications Braden seems like a really solid guy and trying to do some good work that like you said the, the the this translator he owes his life to this guy so um i do want to shout that out but that's all i've got because the rest has been utter fucking chaos it has been um it has been chaos there on twitter so 
Uh, Jared, how about anything, any, any parting words from you today? Uh, I just want to, I mean, I'm still thinking a lot about, well, you guys may or may not know this, but my dad passed away last Friday. And, uh, you know, it's made me examine a lot of different things in my life. Um, made me think a lot about, you know, the other people on Jazz Twitter that have lost people recently. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people are missing John English. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, New Orleans Jazz, a.k.a. Cody, you know, recently lost his wife. And, uh, yeah, man. They, uh, uh, I've Jared, been thinking a lot about those folks. Can I ask you a question? And, yeah. What was, what was your What was your dad like? Um. Well, my dad was. He was kind of. Uh, in his later years, especially, he was just like a really patient person. Like he wouldn't get upset easily, and um, like. If people got mad at him and you know said things to him, he would just kind of take it. Um, and you know sometimes that annoyed the crap out of me because it seemed like he would just allow people to like walk all over him. But you know I, I learned a valuable lesson about patience from him from him, especially you know in his later years. Um, I mean my dad. What can I say about my dad? He. Uh, He loved Home Depot <laughs> and Seven Eleven. That's a that's a that's a good dad. Right. Cut it off. Cut yeah. off. Seven Eleven was a nice I do want to say, yeah, I do want to say that I don't think I've ever met your dad, uh, Jared. But um, uh, you know, you know, we, children are always a good. Uh, you know, you, you can see your children and parents and everything. And um, one of your biggest strengths is that you're you're a very loyal person. Your, your loyalty is uh, really unmatched. And I don't speak for Logan. I think you're one of my most loyal friends. And um, you know, I assume that you got that from your parents, and so well, your dad sounds like a, a very, very nice person, very great person. Um, sorry that he's gone. Um, and it's, it's hard. These these are uh, hard times when you lose a loved one. Um, and uh, uh, but I do want to say that I think he uh, raised a, a wonderful uh, young man. That uh, again, like um, uh, your loyalty is the one thing that really stuck out to me uh, when we started doing this podcast. So um, uh, you know, shout out to to your pops there, uh, Logan. If you have anything you say, go go for it. Yeah, you raised a younger, a wonderful young man and turned into a wonderful middle-aged man. So, <laughs> that was immediately when I started thinking about when who said young man. I was like, I'm like, hey, who, how old are we? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 I mean, I, I, I echo everything that he says. It's it's not an easy thing to deal with, and it sounds like it was unexpected too, which doesn't make things yeah, easier. Really it does like to do a little inventory in your life because. You know, while in my mind, mentally, I'm of a certain age, you know, my mind doesn't make, I don't feel like that. I'm at that age. And you look around, you're like, oh, my God, you're right. My dad's 60. My mom is this. My dad is that. Like, you're right. You just can't be, you can't take that time for granted. Because once you start crossing some of those number thresholds, you know, it's, it it can be, it comes a little more dicey, right? I mean, anything can happen any day, which some of these situations have shown to us. But it is a good, like you said, a good chance to reflect on what really is important to us. Yeah, and um, uh, not this fucking I podcast. You guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly this podcast. So, I, pre- yeah. I don't know. I appreciate you guys yeah. honestly because uh, the, the the one thing about this podcast is like you you guys are like two really solid dudes in my life, and I appreciate you both for that. Yeah, this podcast. I mean, hey, lucky. I mean, we're here to. I mean, we're really here just to like for our own benefit. <laughs> 
bullshit. Like we, we put it on air, uh, but you know, it's just for the three of us to kind of just bullshit around sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad that you were able to, um, uh, you know, say some nice words about your dad and, uh, very sorry. And so, yeah, please, um, uh, you know, you know, to take, take note of your, Oh God, I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> just take note, not take note. Don't yeah, take, don't take, take note of yeah. your loved ones. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, just so James you know, Hansen uh, might take note of his loved ones. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> you're right. So take note of your loved ones. Um, uh, you know, because it is what it is, and um, uh, you know, we we all have the one life to live. So, um, uh, but yeah, thanks guys. I, mean, I had a great time. Um, uh, we all again, we're excited about the jazz. Um, that's crazy <laughs> to think about. I'm I've gonna... got, I've, I've got, a, I, I've got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long. And you know what? And that's, we'll see you guys next time.